Hello and welcome back. I hope that you're having a beautiful day and I hope that it's only going to get better. My name is Jerry Cook and this is Misfits in the Church, a show to help those who struggle with belonging in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. As such, we're going to be focusing on scriptures and principles that are taught by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, often known as the Mormons, which I am a member of and grateful to be part of that gospel. Many, many times in our lives as misfits, one of the things that we're looking for is, is for things to change, isn't it? That there are certain things that are in our life that we want to move, we want to overcome, we want to get past, we want to get through. And so today we're going to be talking about miracles. Matter of fact, that's something that we're going to continue to talk about every every Wednesday. And so this is Wednesday's When God Moves Mountains series. And today we're going to be looking at how to how to move these mountains in your life, the things that are unmovable or things that seem unbreakable, too big or this that have always been there and feel like they'll always be there in our life. Something that keeps us from either doing the things that we want to do or being the people that we want to become. I love the message from President Nelson in the April 2022 conference address entitled Power of Spiritual Momentum. In there, he gave several keys or ideas for increasing our spiritual momentum. One of these things was to seek and expect miracles in our lives. And this is what he said. Suggestion number four, seek and expect miracles. Merle and I assured us that God has not ceased to be a God of miracles. Every book of scripture demonstrates how willing the Lord is to intervene in the lives of those who believe in him. He parted the Red Sea for Moses, helped Nephi retrieve the brass plates and restored the church through the prophet Joseph Smith. Each of these miracles took time and may not have been exactly what those individuals originally requested from the Lord. In the same way, the Lord will bless you with miracles if you believe in him. Doubting nothing. Do the spiritual work to seek miracles. Prayerfully ask God to help you exercise that kind of faith. I promise that you can experience for yourself that Jesus Christ giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Few things will accelerate your spiritual momentum more than realizing the Lord is helping you to move a mountain in your life. It's amazing that the same thing that God promised to Enoch is the very thing that God promises to us through his prophet. When God called Enoch to serve him, Enoch, like many of us, wondered why. I mean, he, he basically said, why, why me? I'm a misfit. I'm slow to speech. He either was a very young person, perhaps a child, or perhaps he was treated like, he, like a child. 
And he was asking God, are you, are you sure it's me? Are you, sure, are you sure you don't want to choose someone else? And in Moses chapter 6, verses 32 and 34, God says, Open thy mouth, and it shall be filled. Behold, my spirit is upon you, and the mountains shall flee before you. Therefore, walk with me. And so that is my question for each of us. I, I, I wonder for myself, am I, am I walking with God? And I think a lot of times we, we say to ourselves, or at least I say to myself, well, of course I am. I'm going to church. I'm partaking of the sacrament as worthy as possible. I'm going to the temple. I'm, you know, and, and it seems to me that when I think about walking with God, I'm, I'm focusing a little bit more on what I'm doing, my, my checklist of spiritual momentum, rather than really seeking and examining my heart. And there's been a, a time in my life where I felt like God was asking me to, to walk with him. I really, really struggled to, to think about, about what does that mean? What, what does it mean to, to walk with God? Does it mean to do the same things that he's doing? Does it, does it mean to walk in obedience before him? Is it to be one of his disciples or followers? Does it, does it mean to um, listen to him? I mean, there's there's so many different things, is isn't there? And I don't I don't know the right answer for myself or even anyone else. But when I'm thinking about walking with God, I'm thinking about just as if we would be willing to walk with Jesus. To walk with Jesus was, in many respects, you would not have been a very popular person. I know a lot of times the movies and everything else suggest that this, it was this wonderful thing, but in a lot of places, they were despised, just as, just as Enoch was, even after the Spirit of God descended upon Enoch. And, he, and the spirit was within Enoch. A lot of a lot of people around that area, as noted in the scriptures, were offended in him. They called him crazy. They called him strange. And sometimes as misfits, those are the things that we could be called as well, right? Like we we could be a little odd or awkward at at times. But again, I think of our is that a price that we're willing to pay? Are we willing to be misfits for Christ? Are we willing to be misfits for God's kingdom, if that's what he wants. When, when God promised Enoch, who said, why me? I'm, I'm slow of speech. And when God says, I'll open thy mouth and it shall be filled, I really don't think that he was promising Enoch, you know what? I'm going to make you the most fluent speaker ever, that whenever you speak, it's going to be fantastic. I don't personally Personally, I don't think that's what happened. I think it's, as noted in the scriptures, that God was saying, when my spirit impresses you to speak, you'll be able to speak what, what I put into your mouth. And so this was not for Enoch's benefit, necessarily. This was for God's benefit. This was for God's glory and God's kingdom. And I think a lot of times in my life where I'm praying for miracles and I'm praying for mountains to move in my life, for, for a healing, for, uh, for a deliverance, for um, 
a, a greater life, a better life. You know, those 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 kinds of things, a lot of times I think, are those things for my glory or are those things for God's glory? And admittedly, in many of those times, it's for God's, or excuse me, it's for my own glory. It's for things that I want rather than what God wants for his glory or for his kingdom. It's interesting that mountains only move or flee when we're walking with God. We're not making mountains move. It's God, and it's God's power. He's in control of, of, of that mountain. And as was stated in the book of Moses, all flesh is in his hands. He is in control. It may not seem that way. It may not look that way. It may not feel that way. But he definitely is in control, even while allowing us to exercise our own personal agency. And so when we're thinking about walking with God, I mean, just think about having God as your walking partner. And uh, how, how many times do we walk with God just to check it off our list? Well, today I read my scriptures. I said my prayers. Okay, I did what I was supposed to do. I, I think that when we're walking with God, that we recognize that he's the one who controls the pace. And he's the one who controls the destination. And we're listening much more than we're talking. And on top of that, that we're willing to put our sandals upon our feet and to walk with Jesus on the dusty roads. And a lot of times it's uncomfortable. It's unbearable. It's not fun at all. And uh, so those, those are the kinds of questions that I ask myself. Is that the kind of spiritual work that President Nelson was telling us that we needed to do when he said, I, I encourage you to do the, the work, the spiritual work necessary to experience these kinds of miracles in our lives. And so that's something that I've been wondering about for myself. So if we want God to compensate for our weaknesses, a, a lot of times we we refer to the scripture in Ether where God will make our weakness into strengths. And we need to remember that most of the time that the way that he does it is by making it into something that will honor him. Helping other people come into his kingdom. And so again, if we want God to compensate or heal us from our weaknesses, we need to be willing to put in the work and especially we need to be putting in the walk. And if if sometimes and some days, if you look at look at scriptures, how often we we put in that time, um, whether it's scriptures or prayer, it, and if we say, okay, Heavenly Father, Jesus, I'm willing to put in 15 minutes of my day to walk with you. I mean, can can you imagine? Is that is that sufficient? And I don't, I don't know what the right amount of time is. We're all busy. We all have, have things to do in our lives. We all have responsibilities. But again, that would be one of my questions is, are we really dedicated to walking with God, to listening to God, to when you're walking with someone, you're really getting to know 
them? And are we, are we more interested in ensuring that God is getting to know us, supposedly, and listening to our prayers, or are we trying to get to know, getting to know him truly and what he wants, what he wants for ourselves and what he wants for other people? So whatever, whatever your challenge or your burden is, I pray that God will move those mountains in your life. Maybe it will be the mountain that you ask for, or maybe it'll be a, another mountain in another location on another road that the Savior wants you to follow or where he might want you to follow another path. So I'm so grateful for the scriptures that we have in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They bring me a great deal of, of comfort and um, great deal of inspiration, a great deal of direction in my life. There's a lot of times in my life where I feel that the scriptures have truly spoken to me directly. It's almost as if, as if they were written for me personally. And I'm, I'm so grateful for all of those scriptures. And I'm so grateful for President Nelson and um, all, all of the um, prophets and apostles and uh, so, so grateful that we have general conference that we can listen and, and learn, learn from their messages. So I hope you again have a, a wonderful day and I will see you next time on Misfits in the Church. Take care. Bye.